two after a hiatus of months off. Four months, just under four no months. I think four months in a week. Uh, really? Yes. Yes, really. Um, since we were last doing the podcast, um, since then, boys have turned into men. Um, what, what does that mean? What, what do you mean by that? Have been had. I don't know. Not in the literal oh, sense, but. <laughs> we're back um just in time the season is going to less than begin. 24 hours away from the season yes beginning. because we are anything but timely and anything but to get this out at the last possible moment <laughs> but hopefully you can listen to this in the next 20 ish hours um got plenty of time on your way to class in class in class yeah. When you drive, when oh, you yeah. work out, maybe I don't know. Exactly. Oh yeah. Find. So find. I have no idea how long this is going to be because we have a lot of stuff to get through. Um, and typically in the past, this has been like an hour forty-five. But we have yeah. a new we have a new thing that we're doing this year that I think some of you will find interesting, and we're going to start the podcast with it. So, um, without further ado, this is our. 2022 23, uh, the Weekend Wire NBA season preview. We are going to be doing the new mystery element that I had mentioned previously. Then we're going to do seedings predictions, um, playoff predictions. We've each done that. We have awards. Um, I did the, I did 10 bold predictions like I did last year. Um, I did not like I not did last as crazy, year. But <laughs> Not as crazy as the ones that I was putting forward last year. There's some good stuff in there. I don't know. Um, But anyway, a lot to get to. So let's get going. Um, The first thing we're going to do is the NBA skins draft. And I don't know why it's called a skins draft, but they did this on the Bill Simmons podcast between three people. We're just going to do it between Aro and I, but Basically how it works is you pick a team and then you say wins or losses. So for example, if I pick, if I think the wolves are going to go 52 and 30, I would pick wolves wins. And then whatever their record is, I get to keep the amount of points I get is attributed to their wins. But you could also do like, if you pick the Pistons and you think they're going to go 28 and 54 you say pistons losses then you get 54 points if they have 54 losses so we're going to do that for every single team because it's more fun that way um and we're going to go as fast as possible (laughs) and i'm gonna have the first pick Aro's gonna have two and three so it's gonna be a snake snake draft i'm sure everyone hopefully knows what that means um and we're just they'll figure it out if they don't go through it yeah it's it's very simple i think especially between two people so um and then at the end of the year we're going to add all those numbers up the wins and losses for each team and we're going to see who won the amount of points and then there'll be something that we do for the i don't know like 
some punishment. Of we'll, sorts. we'll figure that That'll part out. Yeah. Public on the podcast, <laughs> well, we can mailbag out the punishment. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone has any ideas for that, that aren't are legal and Ideally legal. something that can be done in an audio and or video format. Yes. Easily. Yeah. That's what we would like to see. So although by the time, ideas, Oh no, I guess by the time the regular season ends, I will not be home. So yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, I'm just saying something that we can either record like, oh, for, yeah. that we do yeah. live or if we have to, something else. Take like a video. Yeah, I guess. Yes. Take yeah. a video of either, like I could just take a video of myself doing whatever it is. Right, right, right. But I'm not going to lose, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> okay, here we go. First pick, and this relates to one of my, my predictions later. <laughs> I will be taking Spurs losses. I think you're about to see... A tank job. Historic. <laughs> the likes of which, I mean, uh, what Portland did in the back half of last year was pretty egregious. That was impressive. Um, I don't even know, like, just the, the guys they had out there. But, like, I'm, I'm expecting, a, like, maybe a step below that, but for, like, the entire season from the Spurs. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it feels bad to go against OKC here for this, but – I feel no, like the talent level OKC that the Spurs the have level. now is, yeah, it's like lower. And yeah. They've kind of, Pop has like already said, like, if you're betting, like, don't bet on us or like just vague stuff like that. But <laughs> I, I don't know. It, that's, that's where I'm going. So, yeah. You have they, they number two and three. To the tank. Well, I will take OKC losses. Okay. Um, that'll be my first, uh, I guess, second overall pick, my first pick. The second pick is a little tougher because I want to go with the team with wins, but it's a little unpredictable on both sides. Who's going to kind of show up for the regular season. Um, and so I think I'm going to go with the Nuggets wins. I feel like that's the safest play. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have taken that first in the wins. Yeah. Um, some of these losses are kind of tough because some of these teams can be tanking pretty like Indiana. Well, I think once you get once you get past OKC and the Spurs, it kind of drops off. Yeah, like I mean, Houston maybe, but like they kind of got some talent now. So yeah, I don't know. Um. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I was. I mean, I wouldn't pick Houston. Maybe I will later. But at four, yeah. I think I'm gonna go. I'm debating between wins and losses because there's a there's a team <laughs> that I think is going to be just horrible. But I don't know if that can outweigh. Yeah, I'm gonna be safe with it. I'm gonna go Pacers losses at number four. That's what I was looking at. That's but I get I, I get another at. pick because it's a snake draft, so. Yeah. Um. Ooh, this is where. Okay. <laughs> now this becomes harder. I could. I could still go losses here. With. Hmm. 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 
Yeah, I think I'm gonna uh, go. I'm gonna go 76ers wins here. Okay. Yeah, that's a safe bet. Yeah, I'm gonna go set. I'm gonna go Sixers wins fifth, the fifth, fifth spot. Yeah, I think that's at least like a guaranteed 50, 55 points. You would think. Um, I'm gonna go Milwaukee wins for sure. Um, and then after that, I'm gonna go with. Um. Man, um, I'm looking at the Jazz, and I'm just trying to, like, see how bad they're going to be. But, like, they might not be awful. Well, I say that. Yeah, I'm going to take Jazz losses. It might be a little too high, but. Yeah, I was going to do that. That was what I was debating. Yeah. Yeah. I had uh, Milwaukee wins. Okay. Yeah. That was your sixth pick? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. JT is transcribing it as we speak. Yes. And I I understand this is a lot of information for people to like, we're going to recap this in like 30 seconds when we're done. But this will be, I will put this out on Twitter and Instagram. So it's, so it's there. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> because remembering all of this, yeah. even for the people that are doing no it, shot. nearly impossible. So, okay, yeah. I have the eighth pick now. Um, all right, I am going to go. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I guess. Tricky. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Rockets losses. Okay. Yeah, I like um, it. And for nine. Okay. I feel like now we've kind of gone through the like obvious tanking teams, and even the Rockets weren't yeah. that obvious. Uh, well, the Rockets are gonna be bad. Yeah, but the, I I, they're, they're tank, like but, I think they're gonna yeah, they're try. I think they'll try. Uh, like, I can see that. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go Warriors yeah. win as the ninth pick. Ooh. Okay. All right. So I think there's a path for them to I like it. Uh, I think this is like a fairly safe. You're cutting out. Can't hear you. Oh, uh, can you hear me? Like difficulties on the pod? Oh. Uh, I can't. Well, I, I mean, I, I can hear you now, but I couldn't hear the last 30 seconds. Like you're frozen. Your camera's frozen. Oh. Okay, so he's gone. We will edit this out. Okay. Are we good? Yes, we're good. 
Um, okay. So pick number 10. What did you have? Pick number 10. All right. Um, so I'm going to take, uh, we're going to go with, I want to reach, I think. You took the 76ers already. Um, we'll go with this. Have we gone Minnesota yet? No. Not. We'll go Minnesota wins. Okay. Yeah. And it's then along team. with that, I am very high on this team. Um, the problem is, like, there are a lot of teams in the East, which I'm really not sure about. It's like, I want to say the Wizards are going to be bad, but, like, they might not be. Um, the Pistons are probably just not – like the, they'll be trying pretty hard, too. <laughs> Um, and I think we'll go with, uh, oh man, we'll go Celtics wins. Yeah. I like, yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Yeah, it gets tricky in this middle there, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these these at this point are just so much, you know, hard to predict. I'm going to go Clippers yeah. wins at the 12th. Yeah, I'm like, I'm scared of that one, you know, because, like, the injuries yeah. could just come in a bunch and just it wreck them. Screw yeah. my, it could screw my uh, Sixers pick, too, but I, yeah. I yep. don't want to. Yeah, I'm going to go. <laughs> uh, Clippers wins, and I'm going to go Hornets losses. Okay. I like it. I like it. The vibes are bad. The vibes are very bad with that team. <laughs> yeah, like about as bad as it is. Oh, man. Yeah. Or yeah. they were just too busy playing uh, League of Legends oh. to care. <laughs> the Kyler Murray method. Way to go. Okay. Um, we're gonna go Cavs wins, which I don't think has been taken yet. Yeah, yeah, Cavs wins for the first pick for sure. Yeah, I thought about doing that one. Yeah, and then I'm gonna do something I probably shouldn't and take Phoenix wins. Yeah, I mean, you. The value's there. Like, I don't know. They, the value is there for sure. They could be a great regular season team again. Yeah, but I can see it. That's like, yeah, it like doubly hurts me if they lose now. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to go. Heat wins here. Okay. At 16 at 17. Uh, 17. I'm going to go. Hmm. <laughs> I'll go Raptors wins. Okay. That's bold. I'm that higher on that. Bold. As usual, I'm higher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you love that team, man. I do. I love them. Uh, All right. We're more than halfway done. I promise. We are more than halfway done. Yeah. Um, 
I'm having more trouble like remembering which picks have already been made. <laughs> uh, Look at the doc; it helps. That's why I'm writing this. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm like ticking off these teams on Basketball Reference as we go. They're trying to at least. Yeah, it's um, yeah. yeah, it's a struggle. Uh, Nuggets have already been taken, right? You took them pretty early. You no, took no, them I took third. them pretty early. Ah, <laughs> third. Oh. <laughs> They've been long too much right there. Um, all right, I think we got to go with the. Oh man, this is risky. Uh, I'm gonna go. Pelicans wins. I almost did that. That was yeah. That, was that could sense. really backfire on me. Uh, and I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna go with. I feel like I also need like a like a bit of a split with East and West. Otherwise, like if I pick too many West teams, like that's just like not that. I, I, I yeah appear to be having a decent split though. I, yeah, I think I have like an okay I mean we split, both do but... I mean we each have we're, yeah. <laughs> each of us is gonna get half the league so how's that <laughs> well yeah <laughs> fair enough <laughs> um we'll go uh, another risky-ish pick well no we'll, we'll go safe Dallas wins yeah I don't think you can go wrong with that all right I'm doing it I'm biting the bullet I'm going Nets wins oh man <laughs> I was thinking about it and I'm, it's okay. I I feel good at this okay. I, at this point. I feel like I have to take it. Have we not done this yet? Holy shit! All right, Pistons lost. What are you about to take? at twenty first? Oh, I, mean, I was gonna take that late. I was hoping okay. that you'd leave it. <laughs> I almost did, but they're on. You the have board. to make the plan though, don't you? Yeah, I do. But I feel yeah, yeah. But I feel well, like they it's could... still probably gonna be a losing team. Yeah. Like they're not gonna be like, I don't see them going like forty-one and forty-one. You know, no, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like I, I could see, I, I see okay. like thirty, anywhere from thirty-two to like, anywhere from like twenty-eight to like thirty-seven. Uh huh. All right, all right, I can see that. Uh, I'll go Hawks wins with pick number twenty-two. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of wins. I don't really have too many losses. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you have. <laughs> All but two of your picks are lost or wins. (laughs) Yeah, you have way more of a mix of that. I'm banking on these teams winning. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Optimist. I I am an optimist. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We'll go with that. Are you? I'm so high on Orlando this year, man. I'm like buying into the France hype. Like everyone's saying how good he is. Oh, man. I believe it. Ah, that team. I mean, they should still be a losing team, but like they might not be terrible. So I don't really want to take their losses, but ah, I think I gotta do it. Yeah, magic losses. Yeah, that's a good pick. I forgot about them. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gotta be. And then we're gonna take no, you already done you, the you had your two. Oh, it was my two. Oh, I took Hawks wins too. Um oh. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that's not it's not that bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, okay. As we have we done? Yeah, I'm gonna go Grizzlies wins. Okay, I wasn't the, sure about that team. Twenty four. Yeah, they have the Jaron Jackson thing. It's it's tough, but I mean, yeah. I'm kind of basing so this off of win total stuff, but I don't agree with a lot of the win totals, so it's not that helpful. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Now it's like 
shooting fish in a barrel or the, whatever the opposite of shooting fish in a barrel is. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense yeah. at all. Um, <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Ugh, geez. Have we done? All right, so there's six teams we haven't done. Bulls, Knicks, Wizards, Lakers, Kings, and Blazers. Oh, geez. That's what I have. I'll go Kings losses. Okay. That's that's always solid. You can count five that. I count on that. Yes. Five teams. Five teams <laughs> yeah. left. I will go. Did you do the Bulls already? I have not. No. Okay. I'm going to leave you the Bulls. Do not want to touch them. <laughs> I, might, I, might, I might leave them for you. <laughs> Come back around. Please, no. <laughs> I'm going to go Blazers losses. Hey. I, I agree that that team is going to lose more games than they will win. They should. They definitely should. I'm going to go Wizards losses. But that one, I'm a God, little short. Sure. That one is very hard. All right. So the three teams three we have are they are the Lakers, Bulls, the Bulls, and, and the, the Knicks. Knicks. Jesus. Okay. The Lakers are a crapshoot. The Bulls uh, are probably going to be like fucking 500. Yeah, I'm leaving the Bulls <laughs> to you. I'm going to go Knicks, Knicks losses. <laughs> oh, no. And God, now do I think Lakers wins or losses? This is tough. Dude, that's what I'm saying. It's not easy. You're better off picking the Bulls. <laughs> I don't think I am. You know, actually, so no, I'm going to go Bulls losses. Both losses. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, you could have the Lakers. Oh, now what do I do with the Lakers? <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't oh, I want any part no, of that. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad vibes, but like, they could make the plan game and be under 500, like well under 500 is what I'm thinking. So I'm going to go Lakers <laughs> losses. <laughs> I like it. Okay, oh, so. <laughs> I'm going to really recap this in hopefully under one minute. Um, my selections, I had Spur- – this is in order. Spurs losses, Pacers losses, Sixers wins, Rockets losses, Warriors wins, Clippers wins, Hornets losses, Heat wins, Raptors wins, Nets wins, Pistons losses, Grizzlies wins, Kings losses, Knicks losses, Bulls losses. Those are my 15. Auro had OKC losses, Nuggets wins, Milwaukee wins, Jazz losses, Wolves wins, Celtics wins, Cavs wins, Suns wins, Pelicans wins, Mavericks wins, Hawks wins, <laughs> Magic losses, Blazers losses, Wizards losses, Lakers losses. Jesus, you would like, like you would like just streaks. <laughs> you would like one loss, then like nine <laughs> wins in a row, and then like, yeah. no, you literally <laughs> had like a clear shift where we you picked losses, like, oh, you then ten losses. wins in a row, and then four <laughs> losses to close it out. Oh, All right, man. that has been the Skins drafts. Um, I realized that was probably somewhat painful to listen to, but um, yeah, it will be out on my social media. Later. We'll, we'll so. make a nice little graphic with it. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep updating it. And by nice, season. I mean we'll try I mean, to. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, graphic design expert JT Sparks. Yeah, that's right. God, that was covered. All that InDesign skills. <laughs> Yeah, I learned back in the day. Hack it, oh, yeah. for, hack it off of the school computers. Steal oh, the software. Oh, okay, <laughs> so there you have it. Um, 
now we're going to get into the the meat of the of the thing. Um, so yes. Okay, how do we want to do this? I think that uh, like normally when it would go down the east. Your video's frozen not, again. Okay. Right. So I should be fine. We're back. Um, we are going to go down our seatings and actually talk about these teams for longer than 15 seconds like we did before. Um, I guess we'll start with the East, and we have each made a seating prediction. Uh, we just did the first 10 teams for each conference, by the way. Um, I don't really see any value of like predicting the Knicks to finish 12th versus 13th. So there you have it. Um, what we're going to do is go through each conference. Um, we do not agree on a lot of this stuff already. So, um, so many just going to have to. <laughs> So to bear with us um yeah it's gonna be a mess but our top my top seed is the 76ers and yours is, is the, the bucks. bucks yeah um let's talk 76ers okay yeah i guess i guess you got the bucks number two anyway so we can go into the bucks we'll transition into the bucks after yeah and the only reason i have the bucks number two is because of the middleton wrist thing uh okay which is like a maybe three week injury. I don't know. I yeah, I, uh, yeah. And the sure. the Sixers are not the most injury avoidant team, but if we're gonna talk about them, I think they had pretty much the perfect off season, um, in terms of every single around the margins move they did, um, getting Melton. As a bench piece, um, arguably your favorite player. Arguably, <laughs> arguably, yeah. I mean, that would go. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of Fred Fred Van Vliet up there. Terrence Mann, some of those guys. Fred Van Vliet is definitely up there. Though. Yeah, he's so overrated now, though. I, I just I'm finding <laughs> oh, hard. To, I'm finding it hard to defend him anymore because it's like. Yeah. It seems like he shoots like 30% in every playoff game and he hits a couple threes. <laughs> and then he just sucks. Um, but I don't know. That offense as a whole is just so bad. So yeah, it is. But yeah, they get they get Tucker coming over from the heat. He is now 37 years old. Um I don't know how much like realistically that's gonna help. Are they gonna start him? I guess they are. I think they got to right. I mean, well, they could start. They could start house. Uh, I don't think they would. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess I if you really get them, you kind of have to house. start them. But you're looking at a lineup yeah. of of Harden, Maxi, Tucker, Harris, and Embiid. Which yeah, you have three. Did you say Harris? I did say Harris. 
and you know we've had our problems with Harris, but he he was actually pretty good last year. Um, yeah, I don't think last year he wasn't that much of a problem. Harden is going to table set for these guys. If you're expecting the bounce back Harden year, which I'm kind of not even really, that's not really why I picked them to be number number one. No, I just think a beat is so good, and they've they've solved a lot of their like. Like, they have guys now that are, like, not even, like, tough, but can just, like, disrupt stuff. They were always lacking that number one on-ball defender, and they have that in Tucker. I'm hoping that Tucker can sort of, like – Do you trust Tucker in that spot, though? He's he's getting up there, man. Not necessarily, but I don't think – I think that's, like, a playoff issue, right? Like, this – this doesn't reflect, like – playoff issue to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this doesn't reflect, Okay, yeah, regular season – yeah, like regular season, like I don't think it's like, and you think about it, even the East, like this would be a bigger problem than West. Like in the East, like the yeah. guys that you're worried about are like Tatum, Brown, you know, Mitchell, and Durant, who I don't like. Yeah, I don't think you're. Necess- like a lot of a lot of those teams, like the Nets, Celtics, like you're having to choose between two, like two scorers to defend anyway. Like, I, I don't know that that's going to be a problem for them in the regular season, at least. I'm hoping that Tybal can get better because his, his shooting is, like, kind of an issue. But they, yeah. they're sort of doing this thing now where it's, like, Maury Ball almost is maybe where this is headed with Harden and Embiid. And if Harden's running those bench units and he has House out there and he has – Melton and Corkmaz and even like Shake Milton, guys like George Niang who can shoot threes. Um, I think their bench has just improved a lot. And if in even if Embiid is to go down, they've they've gotten some insurance from that. Um, and you know that's that's some of this has to do with the other teams. I don't think the Cavs are there yet. I was tempted to put the Cavs number one. Um, no bucks i think the bucks are kind of besides the middleton thing i think i kind of think the bucks are almost in that mode where it's like they're they know they can flip the switch now and they're kind of like that that team like maybe they don't maybe they shouldn't feel this way because they don't exactly have the pedigree but like i almost feel like they, uh, like they i never understand but like that way but I, I don't think like because they don't really have that much of a switch to turn off if that makes sense like Giannis coasting is still kind of like it's probably going to play pretty close to an MVP level right and you can still get him plenty of rest um and yeah I mean Middleton being out is probably the biggest factor early in the season if they drop a lot of games but I just don't like, I don't see them having that much trouble in the regular season. Like, they're such a good regular season team. Um, they are, and they do. And I just, Bud, is, yeah. Bud is very, like. Yeah, I just feel like I got to trust them here. And, like, yeah, the rosters remain fairly stable. Um, no real big switches here. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I, I just really like how that team they're just again like they, they play so consistently well in the regular season that I think I gotta take them. Um Sixers I feel like are gonna deal end up dealing with a lot more injuries throughout the year. Um, Probably the 
biggest thing, I guess, for the Sixers is you've kind of been seeing the rise of Maxi, and he's probably only going to get better this year. Um, I think he's my most improved player pick, maybe. Yeah, I ended up going with him for most improved player. So, yeah, like if, if he's taking another step up and if he's averaging, you know, basically hardened numbers from last year, uh, at least scoring-wise, then, yeah, it becomes interesting. This The Sixers team with, like, Embiid playing at an MVP level with Harden kind of running that second unit, like you said, and if Maxi becomes, like, the elite kind of scorer that I think we both think he can be, yeah, I like him a lot. You almost might sway me into saying the 76ers are going to win the East, but – I don't I just, think they're going to That, that well, Bucks pedigree, man. Not win the East. Sorry, I'll finish first but in the regular season. I, yeah, I just I just trust their bench more than I do the Bucks, which is kind of yeah sounds weird almost to say, but this is a close. I mean, it's a close. This is like a razor thin margin for me. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I did have the Bucks. Like I've been toying with these all day, and I had the Bucks. You know, I had them first for a lot of yeah, like this morning. So. But <laughs> um, well, I think we a, both agree Bucks, Cavs, 76ers in some order is going to be top three. Yes, which is nice. Um, yeah. Do you, you want to talk Cavs or more on the Bucks? Yeah. Um, well, the Bucks, I, like, there's not a whole lot new going on with the Bucks. Yeah. I, I mean, they have yeah, Ingles. Yeah. Ingles is a good pickup. Um, they got Baca late last season. Um, but he was he injured for the playoffs or did he just not play very much in the playoffs last year? I mean, I just don't think he's very but yeah, I mean Ingles is kind of like too. like I don't see that as a big acquisition for them. A little bit more shooting. I don't think it hurts. Yeah, it, it I think I think Lopez being back, Lopez played like 12 games last year in the regular season. I think that's probably bigger because when you saw yeah. like that game one versus the Celtics where him and Giannis were just erasing everything at the rim, you were like, oh, this yeah. is what this is. Like and we hadn't seen it for <laughs> so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. They still have Grayson Allen, who was big for them last year. I think Connaughton is gonna miss some time, is what I saw. Connaughton uh, is missing some time. Yeah. A report about, but um, he's gotten better. I just don't – I don't know, like, how many – like, do they have guys that are going to, like, improve besides their stars? Like, probably not, unless you're, like, a big, like, no. Jordan Nora guy. Um, are you? <laughs> which, no, I'm not. Uh, okay. I, 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 <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I think if, like, the, the upside of Maxi kind of takes it over the top with the Sixers. And okay. If, yeah. As much as I hate talking about Doc, like – I, yeah, I think, I think, you know, if I, I don't think Harden like can be much worse than he was. Um, and he did have, he yeah. had some moments in this, in the heat series. Um, that game four, he was pretty special, but, uh, just no yeah. consistent. Yeah. No consistency out of him. Um, okay. Let's again, do yeah, that's all playoff stuff. So that's, yeah. no, it is. It is. And regular season wise. Yeah. I think the 76ers are going to be fine. Cavs are interesting. So you have them Like you second. said, they're kind of raw. Yes. I have them second. Um, now, I, I say they're raw 
they have Mitchell, who's obviously done all that with Utah before. Um, they finished, they won the West, or sorry, not won the West. They finished first in the West three seasons ago, two seasons ago. 2021, I want to say. Uh, um, someone can try the fact check us on that. <laughs> but either way, um, this team like looked good throughout last year and sort of was missing that main scoring piece, which now they have in Mitchell. Um, I think the defense and, I mean, Mobley's um, improvements throughout the year were very noticeable. And so I, th- I feel like they like easily have the talent to be able to, to even win the East. But yeah, I think the experience factor is the only, only concern. It's a bit young um, when you look at kind of, again, Mobley's second season, even Jarrett Allen feels a little on the younger side. Um, Oporo, all those guys are, are still very young, but I mean, Garland's, sort of playing like an experienced vet even last year. And I mean, his pick and roll stuff is incredible. And for, I mean, you'd only expect that to continue. And now he's going to have more space to do it with Mitchell on the floor. So like, I, I could see this team just tearing it apart, especially early on when like teams are still kind of figuring out how to defend them. Like they could just kill teams. I really like the idea of Mitchell being off ball. Yeah, and then yeah. when, when Garland is in the game and then operating as sort of this almost like a maxi type player in Philly where he's either shooting off the catch or attacking closeouts while Garland has the ball. And when Garland's not in the game, we've seen Mitchell play point guard for Utah a lot. Oh, yeah. So I do think they're going to be able to stagger those two. And with Garland, like you said, like there were times where, you know, he's the only offensive engine for them for a lot of last year once Sexton went out and once Rubio went out. So him yeah. having more space and like, just not having like, he's, he was almost like in like the Westbrook, like 2016, <laughs> 2017 role where it's just like, you're doing everything. Um, so yeah. I think he's probably like, he has a chance to become like more efficient as raw stats would probably go down, but I think he's going to definitely like um, that role they do have a sort of glaring weakness at that three spot. You mentioned Okoro. Um, Okoro might get more wide open threes than any player in the league this year. Uh, Is he going to hit him up? <laughs> I hope. I mean, I hope so. I Man. want this team to be good. They're they're very fun to root for. But oh, I do. Yeah, he's you know we he's been he's a great defender, but it's kind of like this glaring weakness where you have the two. Their front court is going to be very good defensively if they have a Coro in there with with Mobley and Allen. Um, yeah. But then their their back court's kind of like, you know, it's not like Garland's not terrible. I'd say he's a little better than Mitchell, but Mitchell was pretty bad in the playoffs against Bronson. Um, yeah, you know, one on one, and maybe some of that was just like the Jazz frustration and them not being not being able to cover up for him getting him getting. Uh, beaten off the dribble but a lot of those are just blow buys and it is kind of concerning like if yeah. you go up against the team like like if they're going up against the nets in the playoffs i just don't see how they advance because i think Kyrie's just gonna be able to torch them and and you know yeah. KD playing sort of like an almost two guard role um if he's going to attack one of those guys but 
Um, if Mobley can make another leap, which is not, you know, it's not the, the crazy outcome considering. No, nah, I mean, I think it's almost expected. Yeah, it's more, it's closer to expected than, yeah, anything. I'm not sure how, like, how much better can he get defensively? I don't know. Like, I, I, like the time, like all like the timing stuff, like all like the mental stuff is like already there in a way. Yeah. Like it's kind of like he, he's already like not making mistakes. I think like the offensive yeah. stuff is it's gonna be what's coming. Um, yeah, like a jumper, sort of jump, like post move, that kind of thing. Um, there's still gonna be a team that's that's weird as shit to play, and you saw that last year. They would just go into arenas and. You know, the first half, you'd see the other team just getting adjusted to their play style. Um, Markkanen is on the Jazz now. He was part of that trade. So they're not going to have like the three three sort of big lineup thing that they had, which was the the hallmark of what made them so weird to play. But now they're a better team <laughs> yeah. because of it. And I, I really like the the idea of, of, of staggering uh, Mitchell and um, and Garland. And I mean, as we're talking about this, I want to move them higher, but um I can't I I think like <laughs> I think there's some reason to believe like in these in these these in these close games against these like teams that have like the top top star power like Bucks and 76ers ahead of them like when it's like two minutes left those teams are probably gonna be able to execute better just by giving it to their guys um, yeah and that's kind of where I see this Cavs team like wilting in the playoffs and in the regular season. But I mean, this is going to be probably a top five most fun team to watch this year. Um, oh man, they might be top three. This is like first couple yeah. weeks of the season, man. You got to watch Cavs. Yeah. Watch I mean, I haven't gone through sure. the list or anything, but like, this is, this might be the most fun team in the East. Um, all things considered. Yeah. So. I mean, outside of maybe the Hawks. Just yeah, I mean, I can, I, I, I can see the Hawks and yeah, um, Magic are interesting. Detroit is very interesting. Um, I mean, at least out of the good teams, like they're probably the most. But yeah, night to night, like Mobley between Mobley and like the new stuff with Mitchell. Um, yeah, I mean, Carl has been awesome to watch too. Like yeah, his passing I, is genuinely so nice, so fun. Well, Garland, I mean, Garland was like. I think top three and like assist per game last year or something like that. He's I believe he was, yeah. He was one of the most impressive players to me. I, I'm very excited to watch this team. I've I've been third, so I'm not much lower on them than you are, but um yeah. our top threes are the same, just in different order. I didn't want to say that like I think you might have touched on it a little bit, but like that three-point shooting is gonna be rough for them. Like I, I just don't see where it's coming from. Mitchell maybe their best job. well i guess kevin love would be their best three-point shooting option uh, um, but like it's yeah I guess. the numbers yeah. from last year are pretty ugly uh garland and love were the only two that shot above 38 percent. everybody else was 36 or under um it's just not yeah it's not pretty uh they don't really have stretch bigs outside of love uh especially now that they lost marketing um and yeah i mean mitchell can be a little inefficient with with especially with the threes so i yeah that, that's my biggest worry and like again that that feels more like a playoff worry than anything like the shots really start drying you know drying up and teams kind of figure out how to defend them and like you're kind of relying on the threes to bail you out and it's never come but um in the regular season i think they'll find enough other ways to score that they'll be fine but um 
yeah, that, that's my big concern with this team. That and, and like the, yeah, the perimeter defense. Like there's only so much that Mobley can, can make up. So they got to be, uh, they got to sort something out with that. Well, I think, okay. So last year, the Cavs were a bottom 10 offensive rating team. And they were obviously a yeah. top, top 10 defensive rating team. I'm looking right now, but I think they were fourth. Um, uh, seventh per basketball seventh. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Seventh. Yeah. Seventh. That's what I'm seeing too. So I think yeah. if they can, I think there's a pathway for them to be top 10 in both. If Mobley is making, the I think so. And that's usually yeah. the hallmark of like the top, top teams. So yeah. um, I'm excited. I think, I mean, their playoff fate compared to like other teams is going to be, I think, like you said, like it will depend on if those shots are falling because they don't have a lot. They don't have like a steady sort of diet of people who can make those threes, but I think it's also going to be very matchup dependent as well. Um, yeah. Just because of the personnel they have, but okay. Um, all right. We have the same four seed. Nice. Yes. Look at this. The Consensus. Celtics who have their coach. We don't know what's going on with them. <laughs> uh, yeah, their their coach has been um, has been suspended for, for a year. For a year because of a consensual relationship he had with a staff member, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get that one. Wrong, so. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't want to get that one. Wrong. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's not going to be coaching for the foreseeable future, um, and probably may, pot- potentially never again. I don't really like. I don't know. Like that's oh, on the table. Know, um, I, I was very surprised they didn't fire him already. So, like, I. I really confused what the deal is but yeah the players did weirdly seem supportive of them in the press conferences when they came back from the summer so i don't really know what's going on but yeah well i mean what are they gonna say like uh, like nah it's, yeah that's true this is still a team who was the best team in the league for the last 50 games by a lot um Rob Williams is going to be out for a while. And even when he does come back, we've seen in the past with his injuries that he's been super limited. Um, That's what's holding me back from putting them as a top two. Yeah. I I mean, it's, it's, he, it's me too. I mean, it's, it's all there for them. They didn't lose anybody. Um, Defense is still going to be incredible. They have, they have brought, they add Brogdon who was a big get for them. Um, the coaching stuff, I think, is going to rear its head probably in the playoffs more. Um, but the Rob Williams yeah. thing is huge. Like, he's not even a household name yet. And he was just the, – the adjustment that they made last year to have him sort of, like, having – being, like, this free roamer almost to come over and block shots and putting him on, like, the weakest shooter. Um yeah was what really turned their season around and made their defense like historically good. So um, it's, I'm kind of in the same boat with, with the, the as I was with the, with the, um, 
Bucks, like I don't, I'm not like a huge fan of their bench besides, um, what's his name? Like Brogdon, besides, I guess. Yeah, besides Brogdon. <laughs> if Brogdon comes if off Brogdon's the bench, on the bench, like I, I do think he could be very good for them, but um, I don't, I don't know if Grant I take him to take another lead. Yeah, yeah Grant Williams is kind of like, I don't like he, to me. He's always he's like the three and D, but like big guy version. I don't know like how much <laughs> yeah. offensive polish he's gonna have or have. Um, nah. And they lost Gallinari. They had Gallinari. They signed him. He's out for the season. They have this new guy, Sam Hauser, who people are talking about, like Duncan Robinson, twenty twenty. Oh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to pretend like I know a lot of the, about this guy, but nah, I don't. I don't know. Um, he's we're about to find out. He's an interesting piece, and we'll find out in the next week, I guess, how good he is. But um, yeah, I mean Tatum, Tatum, how much better can he be? I don't know. Like I think he's player of the year. That's the only real like improvement I could see. Yeah, I mean, like he, I feel like his offensive game was pretty much there. Like he, he didn't have a, he didn't have the best finals. He had a couple nah. rough last couple of games, but um, Brown is sort of like, I think as a shooter, he could maybe become elite. But um, I feel like those that guys are, turnovers, I guess, for Brown. That'd yeah, like maybe guys. Tatum can become a better playmaker, and he kind of flashed that in the playoffs. Yeah. But, um, this team's kind of knows what it is and they have an identity. I just don't know if the Rob Williams thing is just so huge for them. And, you know, Horford's not getting any younger. And I have a feeling that he's going to be like someone that they're sort of stashing for the playoffs, considering how good he was, just all the miles yeah. that he has. So I'm not, I'm not expecting this team to like take the regular season super seriously. No, I don't think it makes sense for them to do that. Um, and I think that like, you kind of have to realize that you're going to have to go through at least one of the Sixers or Bucks to get to the finals, maybe both of them to get to the finals. Mm-hmm. And I think that's regardless of, of seeding. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think you really worry too much about seeding with all that. Um, although, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they want home court advantage. Um, that felt a pretty big deal last year for them. Um, they do get pretty good crowds out there, but um, yeah, it's just, it feels like too much of an unknown with like the coaching change and all that, that yeah, like it could be a little messy start to the season, the injuries, like you said, and yeah, the depth issues. It just makes me feel like they're not, they're going to be right below that top three, um, but it's like a, like a separate tier essentially. Um, behind the, the Sixers, Cavs, and Bucks. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. We'll move on to number five. I heavily disagree with your number five. <laughs> okay. Like, heavily. Um, <laughs> so, I guess we could start with mine. Um, <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I have the Nuggets. Just kidding. That's a different conference, a different seed. Yeah, there, there you go. Um, They're basically Eastern Conference. It's fine. <laughs> Well, I have the Raptors at number five. Um, you're, you're insane. That is your love for Nick Nurse. Like, here's purely your love for Nick Nurse. <laughs> they have uh, lost nobody. All of their players 
all are players are back. All of their players are back. All of their players are young for the most part. Um, I'm that not. I'm not going to ride the OG and Anobi hype train. I think I picked them to win most improved player for the last three years. <laughs> um, oh, that's not. That's not why. Um, this is why Scotty Barnes is coming. Oh no. Oh, no. It's coming for... Switching from OG to Scotty now. I love it. Well, they're different. Scotty is more of like the... OG is not a like point guard. Scotty can play point guard for this team, legitimately. Right. They can defend. Yeah. They get Otto Porter, who is the, your typical Raptors player. Siakam had a great bounce back year last year. Uh, Gary Trent, he's only 23. Van Vliet... We yeah. love Gary Trent. We do. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Van Vliet, I'm kind of – I'm not the highest on him. Um, their backup point guard situation isn't great. I will admit that. If Scott – like, Scotty's not going to be playing point guard for this team. It's going to be Van Vliet pretty much. But um, – Yeah. They like Malachi Cutlin. The second lineup seems weird and kind of rough. It does seem weird. I think – well, I think – well, I think – okay, so – if your starters are going to be Van Vliet, Trent, Scotty Barnes, Siakam, Siakam, and either Kim Birch or Thad Young, I think that's fine. I think as long as you have a – oh, no, OG. We forgot about OG. So if Siakam could play center and they start OG. Is that going to go small? Oh, man. But there's so many oh ways they could do it. That's why I like the team. Like, yeah, yeah okay. Right. Like, you're always going to have. I feel like they're just going to be undersized. Maybe. And the offense, like, it's not like they have a whole bunch of three point shooters. Like, you're they don't, but everyone on their team is six eight to get hot. Yeah, but like that, you're still gonna run into trouble with, <laughs> with some of these big teams in the East. Yeah, uh, well, like okay, I guess that's more of a playoff concern than a regular season concern. So fair, that's fair. Yeah, like the Cavs, the 76ers, I, I don't know, they're, the Bucks, they're a lot of, which are a tier yeah. above them for sure. Yeah, but then I'm like, all right, like now all of a sudden you're playing some games, even against like the Bulls. Bulls have a bit of size. Oh. You go over to the West, and like you, when you got to play the Nuggets, what are you doing against the Nuggets? Like, you know, Wolves come to town. Uh oh. Right. Pelicans come to town. Mm, don't like that. Right. Like, I, I don't know. It's a field might struggle more than you. There's just so many ways I think they just and I, like, I feel like the defense is not. There, there's so many ways, but I don't know if any of them are good ways. <laughs> like that's my trouble. With this he goes zone. I I don't know. I they I love I oh, love their coach. Man. I love the infrastructure. <laughs> there's no way that they're going to be worse than last year. Like I mean, like come on. All right, the Hawks. Your fifth seed. The Hawks. Yes. Um, they got a lot a lot better over the summer. I think. Um, bringing in uh, Dejounte is obviously the big move. Um, but I think that. They were starting to figure things out toward the end of last season anyway. Um, obviously, the playoffs did not go very well. They played a very, very good Heat team. Um, Trey had 
a very very bad series which uh, ended up yes. costing them but um i think a historically bad series which is also where bringing in Dejounte is a huge help because it's gonna uh, free up trey a lot um Dejounte is more than capable ball handler pick and roll situations bringing the ball up running a second unit if need be um if they kind of like if any team tries to sell out on trey uh, I think you really trust DeJounte with the ball more than probably anybody else on that team. Bogdan's like health may be the biggest concern I have because like if Bogdan's healthy, I feel like this team is really going to be clicking. Um, but again, like he's had his fair share of injuries. It's felt like over the last couple of years. Um, and so that might be my biggest worry with this team. Uh, they're not that deep. Uh, they're kind of relying on like their their starting five really to be healthy throughout the season and really get things done um, in terms of like depth guys. I guess you look at like Okongwu, who we were really hyped up about in the playoffs in 2021 when they made that little run to the conference finals, but he didn't really show a whole lot last year. Um, and then, I don't know, I guess you got Aaron Holiday coming off the bench, Kaminsky coming off the bench, which, uh, like, you know, both guys I got to see a lot of in Phoenix and, like, they're not <laughs> bad, but, like, it, it doesn't inspire a ton of confidence. Kam- Kaminsky is uh, bad. Kaminsky has flashes of greatness and then it very quickly reverts back to, oh, my God, what is he doing on the floor of an NBA game? Well, it doesn't um, matter because they have a Kong Wu. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, like I, I don't know. Uh, did Okongwu really impress all that much last year? I'm high on that dude. I don't know. I think he's <laughs> he's like two steps removed from Mobley. Oh man! All right, all right. Well, let's let's calm down, big fella. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. The, the bench is just what's worrying me. Like this team feels like it's a couple injuries away from really like potentially falling out of a playing spot. Um, so that would be my biggest worry. But if this team stays healthy, I think they are comfortably in fifth. Um, this offense is going to be really fun to watch early in the season, I think. Um, I'm, like, honestly expecting them to, like, be able to mix it up a lot more. Like, I don't, I don't know, Nate McMillan isn't exactly the most creative offensive mind in the league. But um, I think he's got a lot more options this year. Um, and I think it'll be fun to see how they sort of play. Um, I think Capella stock is rising because now he's got two guys that can feed him. And I think, like, he could just feast this entire season. Um, so look out for that. Um, but, yeah, the, this team, man, the, the depth is, like, shockingly bad. Like, looking through this roster, like, it, it falls off fast. Like, we're talking, like, we may see Jarrett Culver minutes. And, like, I, I don't know if we're trying to see that. What happened to that guy? It's <laughs> I warn him, too. Regret that, but yeah. Suns, you as a Suns fan, one of them, yeah, yeah, me as a Suns fan, one of them. Who they draft? What was that draft? Who did they pick? Uh, that's a good question. It was 2019, right? Six. I think so, yeah. I'm searching it up right now. <laughs> was that the Dragon uh, Bender draft? No, 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 that was no, before no. Dragon that's Bender cool. was like 2017, I think. He was oh. way back. Uh, we traded him. Oh, we got Camp Johnson. So it worked out. 
Oh, yeah. We, we definitely got the, uh, the better end of that deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have the Hawks eighth, and my reason is simple. Um, They're not good. I just don't – like, I'm hearing a lot of stuff about, like, using Trey off the ball when DeJounte Murray has the ball and, like, vice versa. And I just don't – like, do either of these young guys have a track record of doing that? Like – because Trey is so good with the ball and like creating stuff with his offense. I just don't like, I don't see him as like a Steph role, like that's like Steph, like running off screens and stuff and like setting, setting screens for Collins under the basket and like all this stuff. Like, yeah, but know. like he hasn't had to, he hasn't been in a position to be able to be asked to do that. Right. Like this would be the first season he actually has someone else he can trust with the ball like to that kind of extent like Murray's literally ran an offense <laughs> you know so I don't know I also think that this is a team that could be making a lot of different trades that could affect things yes and if they get off to a bad start a bad start Collins could be on the market and probably not Hunter because they just signed him to an extension but like Bogdanovich maybe like yep um a Kongwu for like a big fish, bigger fish. There's a lot of volatility. I think eighth might be too low um, is where I had them. But I just couldn't bring myself to put them over the heat or the nets. Um, the heat are six. Yeah, I'm for still, you. The heat are six for me. What are they for you? Seventh. They're seventh for okay. me. I have the nets sixth, so we can do either. Yeah, one. so I flipped the heat and nets. Um, Nets, Nets are interesting. Let's talk about them because I'm a big Ben Simmons believer. I've been a Ben Simmons believer for. All right, the podcast is over. (laughs) (laughs) I have supported him. (laughs) I have supported him through thick and thin. I am uh, probably the one person that like hasn't completely flamed him for that series against Atlanta. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just still feels like that team, like doesn't, it doesn't have like direction. It doesn't have an identity and it, like, that's just going to bite them at some point this season. I feel like it's an experiment. This is asking to fall apart um, at this point. And like, I mean, we saw it fall apart last year, but like that felt more due to like Kyrie not getting vaccinated than anything. But like this year, like, even if they all play, like I, it's going to be a weird bunch of freestyling and like Ben is not the third guy for that, you know, like with Harden, you can make it work. Like it, like all three guys are comfortable. They can make things happen with the ball. Simmons being in there. I'm just like, I I don't know like what, what he's going to do. The defense is going to get a lot better, but like offensively this team, like they're just going to grind themselves down. I feel like, cause they're just going to be asking Kyrie and Katie to create everything. People, not people, but Kevin Durant himself has kind of seemed to forget that he called for the coach and GM to be fired and like all this stuff, like the trade requests. And it's kind of like, yeah, getting to the point where like he's kind of brushing it off. And I think some of that might come to a head. Uh, they are getting Joe Harris back. He was gone for all of last season. I think that's an underrated thing um, that people yep. have forgot. 
Um, so they're going to have shooting. They still have Patty Mills. Um, Seth Curry. Still have Curry. So they have a lot of shooting um, with Katie and Kyrie, obviously. They have Royce O'Neal, uh, which is kind of under the radar. That's like the first move of free agency is kind of under the radar. But um, So they should they be better. I, yeah, TJ Warren. Um, but like, who's, who's I mean, yeah, I mean, he's probably hurt for a while at least. But yeah, they should be better offensively and defensively um, than yes. they were last year. Like without, like once once the Harden trade was complete. Um, but like like you said, like it kind of just feels like it lacks direction. And can you trust the team? No. Um, can you trust? Kyrie to just play like whenever no like if things go south they could go south fast and Katie could like do the thing where you fake the injury and uh, <laughs> Simmons I I don't know I I, I th- that did you listen or did you listen and see any clips from that the old man uh, I have listened thing? to clips I have not listened to the entire thing I listened to the whole thing oh and it's kind of like he was brushing off the free throw thing that it was a problem. He's just very like, he, he's confident in himself, which I think is good ultimately, but like it, it just, there wasn't a lot of acknowledgement of like, like, like what, what he has to get like how bizarre it's been. Like, yeah. And I think it was probably they they were in a weird spot like I I don't expect them to like push him on all that stuff on the podcast and kind of like throw that at him but um like just all the stuff that he was like even during the Nets playoff run where he's like where like people think he's gonna play and then he never does there's the Celtics and then like these clips that we've seen, like that clip of like the Nets walking in like the aircraft carrier or whatever, where he like takes the shot and it like completely airballs. <laughs> um, There's some like bad stuff ones like, out there. Yeah, <laughs> just like stuff like that. Like I think like he can be effective and like a sort of mini Draymond short roll type thing. But like, what does it look like when it's 97 99 with 25 seconds left and they're doing hack of Simmons? like yeah. next week like I, I just don't know like yeah like he's when is he going to be playing like I, I kind of feel like it's a believe it when I see it type of thing and he's apparently he's good to go I don't know I Can you trust that like the, yeah the, the, the fit is, in theory is a lot better um they they have so many shooters they can space the floor as much as they want to around them they don't have to play bigs if they don't want to with him that are going to like demand to be at the basket. Um, so in theory, his role seems a little bit better on the Nets than it was with Philly. The spacing is going to be there. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, th- there's just so many unknowns with him. Like you, you don't know when he's going to play. You don't know what he's going to like, where he's going to be at mentally. You don't know if, yeah. Like, I mean, if that, if something like that happens where they do a hack of Simmons early, you know, first couple of weeks of the season, like, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it looks like. He starts getting some abuse from the fans and all that. Like, yeah, all of a sudden he disappears for a month. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, like everything, like if anything <laughs> on this team goes wrong with any of the three guys, the three stars, like it is, it could just, it could just, it could just like, what's the word? It, like, it, it, it explode, explode so, so easily. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, 
Like there's so many negative out. There's so many more like negative outcomes than more <laughs> positive outcomes. That's why I can't put them. Like, it's, it's definitely the most fragile team in the league at the moment. Yeah, I have them like avoiding. The, yeah. Well, your sons might be in the running for that, but I have them well. avoiding. The, <laughs> I have them avoiding the play-in narrowly, um, and that the Heat actually pushing into the play-in. But let's let's talk Heat because we have them neck and neck. You have them sixth. I have them Heat man. Um, they are my pseudo favorite team still. Um, so definitely, like, there's a lot of bias going on. Similar to how you are with the Raptors, I cannot think ill of this team. Um, and yet you have them seventh. And yet I have – well, no, I have them sixth. Don't I? Oh, wait, you have, I them, really have them seventh. I have them seventh. Yes, yeah, I have them sixth. I have them narrowly avoiding the play-in. Um, this team is a little – it's a little unpredictable right now um, because I'm not really sure what we're going to see out of Lowry and that could go a long way. Um, I think hero is making a lot of good steps and uh, we sort of saw uh, early in preseason, at least I was seeing a lot of breakdowns with him being able to break down a lot of the blitzing stuff that uh, a lot of teams were doing to him last year, which really bothered him in a pick and roll where they basically you know would send, to to him in a pick and roll situation and yeah. he would just kind of panic and lose the ball and he's gotten a lot better at dealing with that um he seems like he i mean it seemed even like last year that he was kind of figuring out how to kind of get to his spots a lot better um and we saw him put up really good numbers but like again you he's not the guy that you can kind of rely on um as your main like kind of point guard role um we saw Gabe Vincent come in last year at times in the playoffs and do good things. But again, like I, I just think that Lowry is such a huge piece in all this. And if he misses significant time this season, I think that team could really be in trouble. Um, Adebayo should be a defense player of the year candidate. Again, um, his offense seems to have improved too. Like he may be shooting threes this year. Like he missed a lot of games last year. Um, and, and yeah. Still the one seed and, I mean, they weather yeah. the storm just about. So they they make anybody. they figure it out, yeah, and they have a lot of kind of unknown players as well that could come out and play really, really well. Um, like I said, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, those are guys that got put into bigger roles last year at times. And Haywood Highsmith, um, Haywood Highsmith, uh, Nikola Jovich was the guy that I was looking at. Um, they've been really high on him. Um, and I don't know who it was. I think it was Oladipo that was like, yeah, like the ceiling is like the sky or something something along those lines. Um, and so they're, they're really high on Jovich. Um, Oladipo himself is someone that's interesting to me this year because he missed like pretty much all of the regular season last year, it felt like. And then he came back and he had some, like some pretty big performances in the playoffs. Oh and, yeah. He had some uh, unexpectedly. Great, like, Celtic series. He was. Yeah. Solid. And he is someone that like, I mean, we, obviously know what he can do in the past he's a very different player now but um if he can kind of put in some important minutes for them and stay on the court um this team has a lot of potential it feels like but it also feels like there's a lot of things that could go really really wrong um and a lot of it kind of comes down to guys that we've seen have problems with either injuries or you kind of kind of have to manage how much they play throughout the season. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Spolstra always seems to figure this team out. He's definitely got the talent there. I don't think we're worried about the talent level. Um, 
but it just feels like they're not quite at the point where, you know, in comparison to even the Celtics, you know, let alone the Bucks and 76ers, but even the Celtics feel like they can kind of coast a little bit more and still get a lot of wins, whereas it feels like the Heat um, aren't quite in that same position to be able to do that. Um, and, and like Butler hasn't really shown me anything in the last two seasons, which makes me think that he can just kind of get this team a whole bunch of regular season wins either. Um, although I say that and yeah, they played really, really well in the regular season last year. They got a lot of huge performances from guys that we weren't really expecting it from. Um, and I mean, this team is always a threat to find some random three point shooters from somewhere. Um, and that's always dangerous. I mean, they had what so many guys shooting well over league average last year. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I, I, the BAM shooting threes thing, I really hope that happens because that is awesome. Oh, that'd be so fun. <laughs> might, I mean, he might be a top 10 player in the league if that happens. Um, oh, man, yeah. Sooner rather than later. So, um, yeah, it, I mean, it does make sense to me just, like, conceptually that they're the team that's, like, sixth just to avoid the play-in. And, you know, they're kind of like yeah. – they can they feel like they can prepare for whoever they play in round one if it's not the play-in. Um, yeah, I don't see them like – I just don't – this team has really never like – like even though they were the one seed last year, it didn't feel like they were like prioritizing regular season. Uh, no. Something to keep in mind with them is their division sucks. And they've been <laughs> able to feast feast on this for a while. Like the Hawks are good, but then you have the Wizards, the Magic, and the Hornets, all of which could win, you know, under 35 games this year. And they're going to play yeah. – they're going to be playing those teams very often. And they've kind of, they've reaped the benefits of that lately. So the divisions are important um, despite what, I mean, they don't even like, it's not a factor in seeding anymore, but it is a factor in the scheduling. So, um, okay. We're almost done with the East. Um, let's do quickly. Um, I have the Bulls, Bulls. Yeah. Ninth. You have them eighth and then you have the magic 10th and I have the Pistons 10th. Okay, so, let's run through the Bulls really quickly. There's not a whole lot to talk about with the Bulls, I feel like. Uh, we're both kind of out on them, uh, it feels like, which uh, they could be the team that kind of proves us a little wrong. Um, they have, I mean, a lot of the same pieces as last year. I think Lonzo is going to be the big miss with injury for a significant part of the season. Um, but they added Drummond which could be interesting. It gets a little bit more size in there. Um, solid backup to have behind Vucevic, I think, but I don't think it's a huge game changer. Um, but I would have to expect that DeMar does not play close to the level that he was at last year. Um, and I think that that drop-off alone is definitely worth bumping them down a few spots. And they're already, uh, I believe, sixth last year in the East. Um so I, I could definitely see them dropping. Like, it, if any team drops into the plan, it feels like it has to be them. I mean, the, the East is just better. And... Yeah, and, and this feels like the team is not getting better. Um, Levine, I don't know how much of a jump we can really expect from him. Um, and so if you're not seeing a big jump from Levine and you're seeing DeMar kind of go down, I, I'm just not seeing it with this team. It's still going to be a really good defense, uh, even with Lonzo missing time. Um, I think 
He completed his backs. Caruso missed a lot of last year too. Yeah, so that's why I would expect the the defense because their defensive rating actually was not that good by the end of the year. But I would expect that to go up. But like, I just can't see this team. Yeah, being much above a play-in spot. No, they were the twenty-second ranked defense. Yeah, by efficiency. So like, wow, that's actually so, lower than I thought. Um, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's. Like, I would. I mean, I would expect yeah. to like at least top half. Um, yeah, they were so good. Yeah. But I, I mean, like you said, like Demar should like. There's no way he's going to replicate what he did last year. Like, he, it's it's hard to understand how much, it. what how much he was doing for them. He had. I mean, didn't he have what? Just having back to back buzzer beaters twice. Yep. Um, and was just everything he, for them in the clutch. Like, he had a genuine MVP case at one point of the season. No, he did. Halfway through. Um, I mean, they were the one seed, like, they were the one 27 seed. and 10 or something. Yep. Um, and then things kind of started falling apart. They lost Caruso, Ball, and, I mean, yeah, it was a big, big problem for them. But, yeah, again, like, their depth is not very good either. So, like, they're a couple injuries away this year as well from similar sort of deal. I, I mean, I'm out on them. I, I don't. I don't even have that much to say. I, I just don't – I don't see them – and even last year, it seemed like every time they played a like true good team, they would get blown out. Yep. So that's uh, kind the, of... the Nets. The Nets one really sticks in my mind always, where they're down yes. by like thirty. By the third I quarter. see that continuing. But um, yeah. Okay, let's do Magic. Okay, um, you're the Magic tenth. I have the Pistons tenth. Yeah, the Magic like, are just uh, do like one kind of minute fun in the team. Magic. Okay, um, this is the fun team uh, that is going to have like a lot of young players that are going to be fun to watch. Uh, Franz Wagner is probably the like 90% of the reason that I have them sneaking on the plan. Um, that plus like the fact that like they're going to have a lot of players or a lot of the other teams are probably going to be getting worse. Uh, Paolo comes in as well. So we'll, I'm excited to see how he ends up. I wasn't the biggest Paolo fan coming like into the NBA, but you know, I still think that this, with the way that this team is set up um, with so many young guys, like he really is going to get his chance to shine. Um, and, you know, I, I think that we're going to see some improvements from, you know, Cole Anthony, Suggs. Um, there are just a lot of guys that are going to be getting a little bit better. And I think that the East is weak enough that they can sneak into the 10. That's a good, that's a good summary. I'm a big uh, Franz yeah, fan. Um, we are in on France. And yeah, I think Boncaro is going to be good offensively. So, I, yeah, our team's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of like vibes, a lot of offense. They could play fast, but um, yeah, like this is not like any sort of serious playoff implication team at all. Like their defense should be pretty bad as well. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I have the Pistons 10th. I'll keep it short. Um, I do like, I think Cunningham can potentially take a leap and become sort of mini Harden, um, with Ivy on the wing. I I do think Ivy shooting is going to kind of be a problem for them, but they have some pieces. They have Duran, um, as a backup center, um, their bench is like sneaky, like not terrible. Um, and they have Sadiq Bey, who is good on the wing. They've, I mean, they have shooting around. Besides that Ivy spot, they do have shooting around Cunningham. Um, 
And I think Casey's a good coach, and I think they're going to try to compete. So I have him 10th. I have him above the Knicks, um, which eh, I'm kind of already regretting, but we're an hour. <laughs> we're well over an hour in, so we can move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. To the West, this is – We're we so are, different. We are even <laughs> less aligned here. Um, I don't – there may not be a single pick that is the same. Jeez. Let me see. Are you right? I, I'm not seeing anything that's the same. Wow. Okay. Well. <laughs> Outside of the Lakers at nine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think, yeah. there we agree. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Right. So. Okay. Let's start with the Nuggets because the Nuggets are probably the most interesting team. And I have them two. You have them one. Okay. I think that's fair enough to start with them. So the Nuggets, who Jokic can get you 50 wins no matter who's around him, pretty much is what we've seen. They have Porter coming back. They have KCP replacing Will Barton and Monte Morris. I think that's an upgrade. He's a better shooter. He's a better defender than either of the two. He can catch and shoot wise. That's like definitely something that's going to help. Um, yeah. Murray's coming back. You know, they're probably going to be careful with him to start, but they do have Bones backing up. Bones Highland backing up Murray, who was sneaky good last year. Um, I mean, yeah, Jokic is, I mean, I'm not going to put, like, how much better can he get? I don't know. But the pieces around him are better. Gordon is there. Um Christian Braun, I mean, that's some shooting that they got in the draft. Uh, the Zeke Naji thing, there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of uh, hype around him oh, this offseason okay. a little bit. So not 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 a I haven't a seen lot, this. A lots of overstatement. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna but say. <laughs> I don't know. Like the people around the team are like pretty high on him. So if he can maybe weather the the minutes when Jokic isn't out there, I just think this offense is gonna be kick ass. I think I think they potentially could be the, like we've seen the Mavericks. I think two years ago break the record for the best offense in NBA history. I think the Nuggets are going to break that this year. Um, I can see that. Yeah. And just, I think they're going to be the team where, like, not quite Suns last year where it's like, oh, they're like, what were they, like 35 and five or like, like. Yeah, it's not going to be, it's not going to be like that. Like, but it's, they're going to be like the kick-ass team that everyone's just like, wow, like to beat them, you have to play close to perfect because their offense is just that good and you know kcp can he can be your primary defender on some of these guys which is something they never had in the past yeah um i think you pretty much nailed everything that i had Uh, i think they're like more of like a playoff concern for me might be that their wing defending might not be the best um aaron gordon is kind of the piece that they brought in for that. But, you know, how much do you trust Aaron Gordon against some of these really, really good wings in the West? Uh, But we can kind of talk about that once we get into the playoff stuff. But for the regular season, yeah, I mean, I pretty much agree with everything that you're saying. I could definitely see the offense just killing it. Um, it, It's so many options. And, I mean, this is probably going to be the most talent that Jokic has played with ever, dare I say, in his career. Yeah, should be. Should be, right? Yep. Should be so, easily. I mean, yeah, and, and getting Murray back is, is just huge to have, like, a second creator because, like, I mean, last couple of years has been, like, what, Monte Morris and Will Barton 
being like secondary, like I guess creators, like quote unquote creators, but not really. So um, yeah, I mean, this team, this is the version of the team that we've been waiting for um, ever since they made their run to the conference finals. So um, excited to see them. Uh, the only reason I don't have them first in the West is because I think this Minnesota team is really, really good. Um, do you want to talk about Minnesota first, or do you want to talk about the Warriors and Clippers? Let's do Minnesota. You have Minnesota down a little bit. Okay. I do. Let's do Minnesota, though. All right. So Minnesota is uh, probably the most intriguing team in the league for me this year. Um, I think they're going to be very, very good in the regular season. This could be one of the best defenses that we've seen. Gobert and Carl uh, Anthony Towns make up this – incredible twin towers um inside uh and then i mean you have you did have them lose a couple pieces through trades to get gobert there um but it felt more like depth pieces more than anything and like their depth still is pretty intact um they have obviously ant and d'angelo russell um in the backcourt which worked out really well last year it felt like uh, they lost Beverly, um, which is a little bit of defense gone. But again, like when you're adding Gobert inside, like I don't think you're really complaining about that all that much. Sneakily, um, they got still Brent have Forbes uh, Jay McDaniels. Sneakily got Bryn Forbes and Kyle Anderson, which I was going to mention. Um, and those are both could be pretty key pieces off the bench. Austin Rivers is interesting. I don't know how much how many minutes he's going to end up getting, but. but Again, good sort of backup to have, especially with injury, if injuries play into it. Um, McLaughlin got a lot of minutes last year, too, and was pretty solid. Um, so it really feels like this team sort of like has everything in place. They just sort of the only, I guess, slight question mark I would have is, OK, like how much better is Ant going to play? And if Ant is playing at like an all NBA level, then I have no doubt that this team is going to be first in the, uh, in the West. But um, that, I think, is the only real concern. Maybe a little bit of how does Gobert kind of work into this offense. But, again, I mean, when you have Cat as, like, your secondary big, like, he's more – like, he prefers to be away from the basket anyway. So it's not like they're going to be taking up the same space on offense. So, yeah. like, I, I just – this just – it feels like a really, really good fit overall. They have a well, they have a good coach. Um, Edwards, you know, a lot of people are expecting him to take, take a leap. I don't really know if I see it, but yeah, I mean, Gobert by itself, by himself, is a good recipe for uh, regular season wins. I, I do think the, I think the towns that could be potentially awkward at first, just spacing wise. Um, if like when, ta- like maybe. It's just it's just kind of weird to imagine like towns like in the corner, unless they're doing like a high low thing. I, I'm very high on McDaniel's. I think he he has a chance to be good, legit good. Um, their bench is solid. Yep. Um, I couldn't put the. I, I'm just kind of haunted by the way they like close in these playoff games, where they blew every yeah. possible. And like this is kind of the issue that I have with the Cavs, where it's like 
in these close games. I just can't trust them. And the margin is so thin with these beatings. So that's kind of was that that was like my my sort of uh, genesis there. But I, I do think like the top four that I have, I think there's going to be a pretty clear separation between the, the top four and then the fifth, which for me is the Pelicans and for you is <laughs> Phoenix. Um, but yeah, I think they're definitely like 50 wins plus or bust. Um, they, they should be very good and um, can catch a lot of teams, you know, just not unpre- like unprepared because the, they'll have a good defense. Their offense should be incredible. Um, even coming from last year, they were eighth in offense and 13th in defense. That defense, I mean, with Gobert, I think you're looking at at least five spots up as a jump. They're going to be the best defense in the league. Okay. I don't know about that, but <laughs> I, th- I think they're going to do it, man. I don't see them being better. Maybe the Celtics. Yeah, I don't see them being better than the Celtics or. Who else are you going to throw in there? Maybe the Warriors. Milwaukee? Warriors? Okay. Warriors, if Draymond is still on the team. Oh, yeah. Not a a given. Uh, Okay, let's let's talk (laughs) talk Warriors and Clippers. Um, Let's start with Warriors. I have them second. You have them fourth. Uh, The Clippers, we both have. No, we do have one. We do have the same one. We have the Clippers third. So that's that's where oh, we're nice. All right, let's yeah. go. But right, so uh, we both Warriors, got both LA teams. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So <laughs> Warriors second uh, for me. Uh, I, I I think there's a real possibility that they're, that they're just better than last year. Um, oh yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. With Wiseman coming in, um, they're young guys. Whether it's Kaminga, whether it's Moody, whether it's both. Um, they signed DiVincenzo under the radar. That's like the perfect fit for him. I can't Great believe that signing. they got away with that. Such an amazing signing. Um, you know, Draymond, I, I think I think at this point, like besides, controversy aside with him and Poole, the punch thing, um, he's just he doesn't even have to produce for them offensively really anymore. No. Um, if Wiggins is now comfortable with this team and sort of going into the role that he played in the finals, um, that's a good thing. You have Clay back, and I think the expectations for Clay at this point are just like 17 points a game, and that's fine because you have Poole, who's amazing. Um, he's amazing offensively. You have Curry, obviously. Um, I don't, I don't even need to really go into that, but um, <laughs> you have the young guys that that can take a step up. You have DiVincenzo becoming a piece for you off the bench. Uh, Looney is solid. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but if Draymond opts in their luxury tax bill, like next year is like $330 million. Um, the, ca- the cap is like $120. Like, so they're paying like three <laughs> times the amount of tax in their salary cap. Oh, That's just dude. something to look out for. That's just interesting. Uh, Jesus. See what happens with that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Do you have do you have stuff to say about the Draymond stuff? Because I don't, I mean. Like, um, it, it, it seems like for a second there, like some real shit could be going down, but now I'm like almost surprised if you get, if you would be traded. No, I don't think he's going to get traded. I, I think he's too important of a piece. And I think they like understand that. Like, I, I think a lot of people kind of downplay like his importance in, in that series. And like, obviously he did get like benched at times in the finals, but like they don't, they probably aren't in the finals if it isn't for Draymond in the first place. So like, yeah, I don't know that, that defense like needs him. So, um, 
Yeah, I don't think like, they're, they're not going to throw away a shot to go back to back. Yeah, Shit, it's like, kind of if, as long as it, that's kind of my feeling too. Like as as long as they're like in this between two eras mode where they're going for the dynasty, it seems like they're willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah, like if they it's don't win this year, like I would very much expect him to get traded, but um, or just opt out. Yeah, but um, yeah, like uh, you got to take your chance to win. Like you don't know when you're next going to get a chance to win. And, well, like this like might if be the Lakers last were too. better than yeah. Maybe, maybe there would be like increased pressure from them to trade him, increased pressure from his yeah. to like be like yeah. get to the Lakers. But it's kind of like, what would they even do for you? But you have two, <laughs> you'd have two non-shooters out there at all times. So. Oh God! And maybe yeah. three with, with Davis if his if he's not back to form. Um, yeah. Okay. We are trying to go a, bit, a little quick quickly now because there's more. There's more like change in the East, I guess. Like. Yeah, a lot of these teams in the West are pretty stable. Like the Clippers, okay, they're back. Just think 2021 playoff Clippers, but yes, potentially but Kawhi better. is there. Yeah. Kawhi, I don't know if you've seen these pictures of Kawhi, but the guy's yeah. quads are <laughs> Saquon Barkley levels now. Oh, man. And it's it scary. It's a little he scary. looks bigger. He looks stronger. I want him to win he's, MVP. Um, the narrative's yeah. there. He's never won it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Tyron Lue Coach of the Year narrative is there. He's never won it. Uh, yep. Do you know Spolster has also never won Coach of the Year? I saw that the other day. And I was that, surprised, but it's true. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Wow. Um, yeah. He's never had a great regular season, though. Well, who, who won last year? Monty, right? Yeah, I guess that's deserved. Because, yeah, 60 wins. They're the only team with 60 wins. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. But the Clippers Check. are just going to be, yeah, you know, they lose, they lose Hartenstein, I guess. But um, <laughs> they're kind of like – the wow, Clippers are like the shame. better version of the Raptors. They actually have like the, – don't, the, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, that was <laughs> that a comparison that you know in your heart. It's such a stretch. <laughs> well, like everyone, I'm gonna turn on my video for this. What, everyone's this? six. Everyone's six eight, but they can shoot on this team. <laughs> That's the difference. I can't believe you said that. Dude. The defense is just they're as good. like the Raptors, but they're better. That's unbelievable. Good co- it's a good coach. Everyone's six eight. <laughs> They have a good bench and a good starting lineup, but they can shoot. That's the difference. Um, oh, that, is, that is the difference. You have John Wall. We'll see what the, we'll see with that. I don't. I don't know. I don't really care about John Wall. I think that's kind of like a non-factor. Uh, Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann could be better, but this is Kawhi and PG. This is yeah, year four. We're heading into year four of their little yeah. experiment here. So it's kind of like put up or shut up time. Um, yep. I'm hoping win, this man. is the year. Um, I mean, if they don't get if they don't get past round two, it's going to be seen as a failure. If they don't get to the finals, this is going to be seen as a failure. I don't think there's a single team in the West that they don't feel that they can beat. Yeah, like, probably. But like, I I feel better about neither of them like opting out than I did like after the bubble. Yeah, yeah. But again, like, like I, I think. It, well, okay, yeah, I guess from that perspective, you're right, yes. If they make the conference finals, I think everyone comes back, they'll give it another go. But I still think it's a big failure 
for the team if they don't make the finals, if everyone's, if everybody is healthy. Like yeah. the expectation should be fine. Yes. They're a popular bet. They're a trendy pick. Um, I almost picked yeah. them. They're, they're plus 700 or something right now at most books. Um, yep. Sounds right. I mean, they're, you know, they have just so many guys, so many shooters that they can throw at you. Their defense is. I mean, they were great in 2021. Man. Like if they had Kawhi, they probably won the championship that year. So yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Now to your team. You have them fifth, the Suns. Oh, God. Um, yeah, what is there to say? The, the vibes are off with this team. Um, honestly, I wasn't sure for a little bit if Aiton was actually there by choice or if they just kidnapped him. Um, it's a little bit concerning. Jay Crowder has wanted out. Like, this is probably the first time a role player is like forcing. Well, okay, that's not true. I guess Iguodala kind of did out of Memphis, so fair enough. Um, but yeah, Crowder is out. Um, he has not even been with the team. Yeah, how has that trade so, not happened yet? I, I don't know. Um, I would have thought there are quite a few teams, especially in the East, that like like would want him that could use him. Um, there are probably also like a lot of teams in the West that I feel like could use a player like Crowder. Um, <clears throat> my gut feels like it's going to be either a trade with Dallas or Atlanta. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, I mean, th- this Phoenix team, to be honest with you, like it's pretty stable all the way around. I think the biggest change that we're going to see this year is that we're going to have Darius Arch back. Um, he, like played really well with campaign um, two years ago when we made the run to the finals. And I mean, we saw campaign basically like be unplayable last year in the playoffs. And so like, I'm, that's kind of my main hope at this point is like, okay, like maybe with Dario, he becomes playable again. But if we don't have that, I mean, this bench is probably one of the best benches, definitely out of like any team that we would consider in the playoffs, maybe even one of the worst benches in the league. Um, it just feels like, like, I mean, even aside from the preseason loss to the Australian team, like, I, I just don't have any trust in anybody off the bench this year. Like, we're talking about like Shamit, who sort of lost trust last year. Um, like, Biombo might be the guy I trust most, but like, how much, like, he's not, yeah, like, that's bad. You know, we got, we brought in Damian Lee. Um, a Kogi is there. Like it, these are not names that inspire confidence. Tori ah, Craig is like a good spark plug. Yeah, dude. I wish he wasn't. Um, like it, it's ugly. Um, so yeah, the the bench minutes just feel like they're gonna kill us. I still feel like there's gonna be a decent play or a decent regular season team. Um, just because I mean, like you know, Booker can still get it done. Chris Paul hopefully still has legs, and so like it'll be like fine for the regular season first round exit um yeah there's nothing i'm expecting from this team at all outside of like but let's get some wins in the regular season let's make me feel not as bad and then let's get out of the nba yeah let's get let's get out of the nba (laughs) like like, let's get out of the season like let's get out of the playoffs let's not worry about all that sell the team (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so there's, good, I mean, there, the Sarver stuff aside, they've got the Aiton stuff, the Crowder thing. I mean, oh my God, yeah. maybe the Crowder package gets worked into like a bigger deal down the road, but it kind of seems like they need to get rid of him sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, he's the just Dallas, dead away at this point. The Dallas fit is like intriguing. And that's, yeah. Um, what would you, what would you be getting back in this scenario? Like Nil, Nilkina, like potentially? Ooh, I hope not. <laughs> But like, yeah, what are they going to get? Like, Dorian Finney-Smith? Uh, I'm looking through their roster right now to see what they would give up. Um, yeah, this maybe without, DFS. Yeah, maybe. this is without considering salary, by the way, but I, I, I just don't know. Yeah, maybe, like, Dwight Powell? So, I don't know. What if It's not the most intriguing. What if you added some stuff and you went and got John Collins – I, I would like that. If you wait for the Atlanta, if like Atlanta starts going like south and you kind of like. Yeah, well, Atlanta's supposedly shopping Bogdan too. So I'm like, yeah, like I, I wouldn't mind like Bogdan trying yeah, to work in John Collins into that deal. I'm assuming Hunter is off the table. Hunter probably because right. he just got extended today. Right. So like, yeah, d- does that put Collins like somewhat on the table? Like, especially if we're dangling like Aiton in there, like. I don't know. What about Crowder and Cam Johnson for Collins? We're not going to trade Johnson because Johnson just got extended today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think Cam and Booker like all untouchable. Yeah, that's later in the season. But um, Um, yeah, Crowder should be getting traded pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, I don't have high play, playoff expectations for this team. I didn't realize the bench situation was that bad, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's ugly. That makes me feel better about my pick. I have him sixth. Um, <laughs> Pelicans, you have... I dropped seven. them lower. Yeah, I initially had them, I believe, five or six, and I dropped them with seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't... I think... You talk about them first. This is your team, yeah. Go, go off. Yeah, I'm fifth. I think, I mean, injury concerns aside, like, it's kind of like, like, they should be better, um, like, for sure. Um, Ingram, the Ingram-Zion stuff, like, with the point-Zion stuff, like, I'm very interested to see how the offense is. It's kind of like, I hope this doesn't turn into a situation where it's like disease of more, where like everyone is going to want minutes. Um, Cause that's kind of, that's like my fear for the team. Uh, I like McCollum as like being the leader sort of. Um, yeah. But I think that like, we've so much offensive talent. Like if this, if this is not a top 10 offense, something is very wrong. Um With Zion, like Zion should average 20 a game. Ingram should average 20 a game. McCollum should, Add fridge 20 or more, like close to 20. Um, if Herb Jones, if the three pointer is real, we'll see. Trey um, Murphy, dude. Oh, Trey Murphy. Off, I mean, he's probably coming off the bench, but he's you know, he's he's a great shooter and defender in his own right. Yeah. Um, we've got Jackson Hayes, some athleticism. The Zion, like defense stuff, he still can get lost on a lot of these plays. Um, I'm that's like kind of where I'm concerned. Um, but I think you guys are gonna outscore everybody anyway, so it's not gonna matter. Yeah, <laughs> but like besides Zion, there's not a ton of terrible defenders on the team. Like McCollum isn't McCollum isn't good, but Herb 
he actually makes up for a lot of that stuff more than you would think if you if you just yeah. watch the team. Uh, it should be a like maybe the best rebounding team in the league um, with Zion and uh, yeah. Valanciunas. Um, so that you know that's extra possessions there. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like the disease of war thing is where is where I could see things going south, but. Um, there's just so much talent. I think if either, even if guys are missing time due to injuries, like there's always a next man up. Um, that's what's scary. Like I, I don't, there's not a single player in the starting five, like what I think will be the starting five. And then the bench that I like feel bad about, like, I still love Alvarado. Um, Nance, I mean, Devontae Graham is not like, like he's kind of like a throw in at this point. And like, he was someone who was like considered a big piece for us last year. And <laughs> he's like, not even like, he doesn't even need to really to be thought about at this point because we just have so much talent. So I think they're going to be good. Um, let me go sixth for them. Um, Sneakily a lot of depth too. Yes. They have a lot of guys that can play real minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. You have Dallas sixth. I'm lower on this team. Um, yeah, um, for it, but dude, I, I just love Luca. I feel like this could potentially be. I, I didn't pick him to be MVP, um, just because I don't think they're going to get the seeding for it, but um, this is going to be like an MVP level season from him again. Um, and I think that like this team kind of showed what they're capable of last year in the playoffs, and like. Uh, like I hate saying it, but like this is like the ultimate three-point variance team, and like, but they're like actually making these threes, and they seem to sort of have like this situation figured out with Dinwiddie um, being able to come off the bench as well and like run that second unit pretty well um, if needed, and like they just have it feels like a lot of options this year, um, especially with Wood. Uh, if they like play wood off the bench i'm also like just a huge fan of mcgee in general and i think mcgee's kind of going to feast with like Doncic um in like pick and roll situations so i don't know i really like this team i, I feel like they're going to make it work offensively for sure uh, and the defense was like really really good last year too like kid really figured something out with that um so yeah if anything like six feels a little low for them but like it just feels like a weird sort of West where like there's so many teams that are good. Like it, you kind of have to leave someone down a little bit more. Um, and like Dallas ended up being the one, but like, yeah, I could easily see them being like a top three team in the West too, just because they have sort of everything figured out. It feels like they just need the shots to hit. Yeah. I mean, the West is going to be tight and to me. The, the Mavs are the casualty of like, when you actually yeah. like when you actually go through the teams and run down and do this stuff where you're like, Oh, I'm already at six teams and there are some solid ones. Yeah. You're going to have to be in the plan. Like we haven't even gotten to the Grizzlies yet. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah, I have them seventh. Um, I, I, I think that this Christian Wood thing, I'm like kind of I'm intrigued as to where it goes. It, it's, it's very weird to me that he is not starting. It appears, but. Um, Jamel McGee, man. So Jason good. Kidd, he's, he's surprised me before. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. He's defied expectations for me before. So, um, Yeah. We were very low on him last I year. I was. And, yes, and... I was. <laughs> Their defense is great, so I stand corrected yep. on that. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to doubt Luca like this. I'm kind of like, – the, the, I think yeah. the Brunson thing, like, 
I don't know. There are certain teams who are going to be able to key in on Luca at certain times. Like there's not like the lack of a secondary creator because they really just have nothing. Like Dinwiddie is like sort of not that he's not that he's not really that guy who's doing that for you. Um, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I have a little bit more faith in him than you do. Dinwiddie is like a good like distributor, but I don't know if you're like Dinwiddie, go get us a bucket. Like to me, that's what Brunson was bringing. Um, okay. And like, like Christian Wood is only going to be as good as whoever's setting him up. Yeah. So we'll see. And if that comes on the, I feel like he would be better as a starter. If that's coming off the bench, it might not be Luca all the time. So that's kind of like where I'm thinking with this. I do think McGee, like with a good guard and Luca is valuable. We saw it with the Suns. So, so good. Um, Love that. He's kind of like the last man standing of that, like DeAndre Jordan, Drummond, <laughs> like Dwight class. That where, like, type. These yeah. old, these old like lob threats, but he's actually like good still. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think he gets not the one we would have expected. <laughs> like you said, yeah. I mean, probably not. Like, like you said, the the three point variance team. This is probably it. Um, I mean, either of them are like, I don't know, like the Bulls, but uh, yeah, maybe the Bulls, maybe the Hawks. Yeah, the Hawks too. That like it's going to be a lot of a uh, lot of swing outcomes for this team. And, um, yeah. The West is just tough, man. It's it's been tough for a while, but. Um, when you start making these lists, it gets it gets tough real fast. Uh, who is your eighth seed? And we'll run through this quickly. Memphis. Yeah, I have Memphis as well. Um, oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, I switched. I switched mine sort of. Oh, okay. Okay. Recently, I put the Mavs above Memphis, but Jaron Jackson's gonna oh, yeah. be out for a while. They lose Kyle Anderson. Um, Jaw is you know spectacular. Bain. I think there's a chance that he makes a leap um, in year yeah. three. Uh, he was great last year. Brandon Clark is going to be getting those those minutes that that Jackson otherwise would have. So their defense is probably going to suffer um, quite a bit without uh, yeah. JJJ out there for what seems like it's going to be till like January. Um, yeah, they have Stephen Adams. They lose Melton, who's a big bench piece for them. Um, did they sign anybody like notable? I don't think so. Um. Danny Green? Okay, so no. Um, <laughs> wow, okay. They, they, they have a, they have David Roddy as the rookie. They have a, there's another guy. Kenny Lofton. Yeah, Kenny Lofton, David Roddy, um, who both are exciting and sort of weird, weird play style guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. John Conchar is someone. Um, Someone. But yeah, I think I think that like I think in the West, like the margin of error is so slim. Like if you if you already know that you're having an injury, that's going to be for so long to what to who someone who is probably your second best player. Like, yeah, that's really hard to overcome for me, despite how good Jaw is. And, that that team. Uh, I have a lot more to say. Feels like last year. Um, yeah, it just feels like they're going to come back down to earth a little bit. It feels this disrespectful because they were the two seed, but yeah, but. I don't know. We've been disrespectful to everybody. It feels like so. Okay. <laughs> um, number nine. We both have the Lakers. Um, this is. I don't know what to say about this team, man. 
Yeah, I don't either. And a lot of this is another team that could be a swing, but that they could swing on a trade. And um, I, you know, you you hope that like Davis was like what the worst jump shooter in the whole league last year. They've been experimenting with some uh, Russ off the bench stuff in the preseason. I think they did it in their last game. Uh, we'll see if that actually continues. My guess is that it does not. They have a new coach, Darvin Ham, who is looking to take the best of Westbrook, whatever that means still at this point in his career. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, that could be anything. I, uh, LeBron is 38 now, I believe, or he's turning 38 very soon if he's not already. Um, still has some stuff left to give. They sign a... Lonnie Walker from the Spurs. They lose Malik Monk, um, who was pretty big. For yeah, JTA team. too. They did get JTA, Anderson. but like he wasn't. I mean, he wasn't even the Warriors' rotation really in the playoffs. No, not in the playoffs. Um, but for him, but for the Lakers, he could be. They have Reeves, who's sort of bright spot last year. It Beverly. just seems like like if you think, yeah, Beverly they did add Beverly. If you think that the Lakers, like the Lakers' success, are sort of like dependent on how many games LeBron and AD are going to play together. I think if it's under I think it's more AD than anything, man. Yeah. Okay, well, okay. Let's say AD plays under 60 games. They're in trouble. Then there's no way they're in the top eight, right? No. I mean, I think LeBron and AD yeah. have to get to 130 games for them to be a top six seed. And I combined. don't see that happening. Yeah, combined. Yeah. I don't see that happening. Um and Westbrook, nah. I mean, like, there's nowhere – like, he's not he's not getting better this year, so. No, 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 he's not. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the team around them is – I don't know. It's it's a weird sort of mishmash, it still feels like, of, of players that uh, – yeah, it just doesn't really feel like a good fit either way. Um, they, they lost a lot of the, the guys that we liked from past years, right? That, like, especially like three and D kind of types that you want to surround Davis and James with, like they kind of all gone, right? It's, yeah. They could be, I mean, yeah. that, that, that Pacers trade is there for the taking if they want it. It seems like they're willing to include the 27 and 29 first round picks and LeBron signing that extension could maybe be a signal that that could be coming, that they're like willing to, sacrifice a little more of the long-term or the short term yeah. or the short term there, but no, I don't really see it. Um, all right. Let's finish up here. I have Blazers 10th. Um, I don't think they're going to be good. I, I think the Dame, like this could be another thing where like they kind of shut Dame down unless they're like really like, like I don't even feel good about them making the play in. They add Jeremy Grant um, Simons is exciting, still yeah. at Nurkic, but I think the defense is just going to be so bad that in Chauncey Billups is terrible. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that team could be a real struggle. I have a Kings in 10th. Um, bottom like, of the West is ugly. Um, this may be the least ugly of the bottom of the barrel. Um, they have Sabonis still, Fox. Harrison Barnes, um, it's – yeah, it just feels like the team that may be a little less inclined to tank out of the – They could be fun. Line. They could be fun. They could be a fun watch. It could be fun. Um, this is one of those that, yeah, you maybe watch the first couple of weeks of the season and then they could be really bad later on. Keegan Murray is intriguing. He's a fun prospect. 
Uh-huh. Um, so we'll see how he develops. Um, but yeah, I mean, this team's sort of the same as last year. They added Herter. Um, but like, it, it just feels like, yeah, again, like that. I don't think they tank and just by virtue of like trying and like acts like stumbling their way to like 32 wins, they may make the plan. That's what it feels like. Just because like the rest of the West is going to like really, really tank hard. I feel like. So um, yeah, it's not going to be a pretty plan, but <laughs> I think the Kings get it done. Okay. There you have it. Those are our seedings. Um, we're not going to go through the whole playoffs. We're just going to do conference finals and then finals. Um, okay. Who do you have in the East Eastern Conference Finals? I have the Bucks beating the 76ers in seven games. I have the same result, but in six games. Oh, um, okay. To the West, what do you got? I got the Clippers over Golden State in six games. Okay, I have Nuggets over Warriors in seven. Okay. Uh, Warriors said uh, nonsense. Finals. I like it. Clippers over the Bucks in seven. And Paul George gets MVP because okay. I want to be fun. <laughs> I got Bucks over Nuggets in six games. Giannis is MVP. Uh, we forgot to do regular season awards. Um, I'll run through mine real quick. Yeah. MVP, I have Giannis, Defensive Player of the Year, Bam. Sixth Man of the Year, Christian Wood for the Mavs. Most improved, Colin Sexton. Coach of the year, Mike Malone for Denver. And executive of the year, Daryl Morey for the Sixers. Um, for MVP, I have Embiid for defensive player of the year. I think it goes to Gobert again. Sixth man of the year is going to be Poole. Um, most improved is going to be Tyrese Maxey. Uh, coach of the year is going to be Chris Finch. And executive of the year is Tim Connolly, both of whom are with Minnesota. Minnesota, all over it. Three of the six awards I am for Minnesota. All over Minnesota. Yes, sir. Um, I'm gonna get okay. it done. I promise if you're still listening, we're almost done. Um, <laughs> 10 bold predictions that I did last year. I'm just gonna run through them and react however he likes. Yes. Um, number one, this is Draymond's last season on the Warriors. I think that's pretty fair. To be honest with you. I won't give you too much for that. Yeah. Number two, the Lakers trade their 2027 and 2029 first-round picks to the Pacers to offload Westbrook for Heald and Turner. Also very fair. Not, not bold enough, to be honest with you. Number three, here's where it gets bolder. Um, Nuggets win 15 or more games in the row at a point. Yeah, I was like, we just – <laughs> that, like that is just no. Uh, what? Not, is it that? Like the Celtics did it with, with they, Celtics won like fourteen games. in a row with 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 just Kyrie running the show. No, that I I can't see that fifteen. That's Man, a maybe that's lot. the boldest one I have. Um, yeah, Nuggets have the best offense in NBA history by offensive rating at the end of the season. Like that, I would see. Um, number five, the Heat and the Suns both lose in the first round. Uh, yeah, I think I think I have that actually. So okay. that's fair enough. <laughs> number <Yeah>. six, the <laughs> Lakers lose in the play-in despite their additions of Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. If they get Heald and Turner, I'm honestly not sure. 
I could see them sneaking a win over like Memphis or I don't know whoever else, Pelicans maybe, Phoenix. This might be the boldest one yet. Colin Sexton averages twenty five points per game with the Jazz. Yeah, that, like I I can't even. That's more than agree. Like what is that? There, no, there's no way. That's crazy, man. They're, <laughs> they're gonna they're shut tanking. him down. They're tanking. I mean, he's oh, you think they're just gonna give him the ball and just be like, all right, just score? Yeah, who else do they have? Um, that's actually a good question. Like guard wise, they really don't have anybody. No, like I mean, in general, they don't really have anybody. They could maybe let. Yeah, no, they they actually have nobody else that they would give the ball to. Like Jordan Clarkson would be the only other guy. Jared Butler, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Number right, eight. This isn't even that bold. I don't know why I put this on here. Giannis wins MVP with Embiid and Kawhi as the yeah. only other real candidates. That just feels like what's going to happen. I'll maybe <laughs> throw Jokic in there, but yeah, like they're not going to give Jokic another one. <laughs> Number nine. Um, Jokic has a playoff run through the West that rivals what Kawhi did in 2019 in the East. That one makes me un- uncomfortable. I don't like that. Like, I like ground. Jokic, but I don't like the Jokic yeah. Kawhi. Yeah, like that, that's the step. I mean, it's not going to have like the shot. Like, it's not going to be like that. But uh, okay, okay. Uh, number 10. <laughs> um, the Spurs win literally 14 games in the most egregious tanking job in NBA history. Fourteen games is low. That that is what is the lowest the team's ever won? What was it nine? But that was like Charlotte. I want to say no. Like they that game. was a shortened season. I want to say the Nets went twelve and seventy. Yeah, twelve and seventy. All right, list all time NBA win loss records. Searching this up. Okay, that's okay. Here we go. I got it. 1973 76ers went nine and 73. But I think the I think the Bobcats had a worse like win percentage. Yeah, the Bobcats seven and 59 in 2012 had a worse winning winning percentage. But if you go by like 82 game season, okay. So if they won 14 games, that would match, that would be like that would be like 11. Yeah, that would be like the eleventh okay. worst record. I could see it's it. in play. I mean, I don't know. Uh-huh. I think what's more, okay. You were saying, uh, I was saying, it, I could see five teams winning less than twenty games. That would be the Jazz, the Thunder, the Spurs, and then Orleans. Well, no, Orlando. I have. Pacers so, and yeah. who else? Like, maybe Detroit, maybe Portland, maybe Houston. Detroit winning less than 20 is pretty wild to me, I got to say. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't bet on it, but, like, maybe if they're, like, well, just shut down everybody or they get, like, injuries early in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Wizards, maybe, might be the other one that I would look at. Beal's got that no-trade clause now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think this is the longest episode we've ever done. Yeah. I'm not going to check. Two hours. 
but we two and are, and a half over, hours. We are yeah. over two hours. So um, there it is. That is your mega preview for the 2022-23 season. I'm going to be putting up some – I'll put up our seedings on Instagram and Twitter, yeah. and I'll put up the skins draft the stuff in some – We did that so long ago, I've forgotten. Well, it's, it's – it's there. It's, it's there. It will be forever on the internet very soon. So um, oh, no. there you have it. 